So we've had a little flurry of listener requests, Chris. Did I just say listener requests, Chris? Maybe I should sit this one out. Are you ready to finally fly solo on a podcast episode, Chris? No. Fair enough. Well, then I guess um, there's no nothing else for it than to turn this episode over to the AI that I've been trying to develop in lockdown for just this occasion. Um, he's the they're pretty good. They pretty good at analyzing content, um, but they do tell a lot of dumb jokes. So I hope listeners can strap in for that. Oh wait, no, I forgot to charge it. It's just going to be down to you and I again, Chris. Okay. That's a relief for me. I'm glad to there know that you go. have Thank hobbies. <laughs> it's more of a vocation uh, slash obsession, but sure, condescend to me. <laughs> um, so we've had a we've had a raft of uh, listener requests, um, and they're stacking up to the point where I feel we should probably uh, hit one of them today. I'm going to um, hit you with two choices uh, from our listener requests, and um, you can have a little uh, pick. Um, we could today we could either do value as an idea, or we could do uh, history. Oh, uh, come on. History. That's, that's, that's Chris bait. Let's do it. Gentle audience, this was a complete setup. I know Chris loves history, so I knew that uh, value didn't even have a chance, not even a look in. We'll get back to it at some point. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Shinoa, uh, good friend Shinoa Miller um, requested this one uh, via text, along with some other ones we'll get to. And uh, thank you for indulging us, getting to talk about one of Chris's pet subjects and an idea. Welcome, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Rank Ideas podcast. As you likely know, it's a journey where Nick Delatovic and myself are on a quest to rank every idea in an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. And today we're going to slot in uh, somewhere along that, uh, the, the idea of history. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for bringing me up to speed. Uh, I have to admit, I wasn't here for the teaser. I was briefly replaced by the rogue AI that I've been developing in lockdown who uh, assumed my identity. Um, and uh, <laughs> you could tell because he was a little bit sketchy and not completely across it. Um, so, uh, yeah, things will operate much smoother now that um, I've um, chained him up just behind me um, in easy reach of the lead pipe. So, do you want to um, have a crack at defining history before we then discuss it and then find its relative ranking against the list of 80-something other ideas that we have previously ranked? Yeah, sure. History is uh, a cultural form of of collecting and uh, it's, it's an attempt to collate and describe the past. And a recognition of the past as a thing that exists, right? I feel like it's an interesting one um, where... I, I think we're both coming in very instinctively high on it as a potentially high-ranking idea. We'll see once we talk it uh, back and forth. But I think, um, uh, like some of the other ideas we've ranked, there's uh, like story. Um, there's a sense that it might just be a intrinsically necessary concept in the human brain, or a thing that just spontaneously occurs as an idea um, to an extent, uh, because what you're really looking at is is it is an expression of the recognition of linear time um, uh, as a thing that we remember having occurred. But I think um, we're gonna we're gonna really concept creep it right. We're gonna I think we're 
excited to blow it out into having more of a the sense of having an ethos uh engagement with the idea of uh history is an important thing to know to analyze to share um yeah am i missing anything else uh, yeah are we missing other critical handles from it no i just want to add a little bit to that uh that idea that um I don't know, you kind of alluded to the idea that it might be inevitable or it's like it's an acknowledgement of linear time. Um, and I think it is worth recognising that it is not a – that's not universally the case um, across even, you know, people in our own time. There are societies with conceptions of uh, the past that are totally different to ones that uh, that value and, um, you know, a place, place a, a role for history in the way that we're talking about it um, where people will conceive of things as happen- having happened at a place or um, – uh, at first and foremost, like a, a place-based conception of um, events, and that uh, the specific collation of certain details is not not valued either. So, so yeah, we are looking at a, at the at, at something that is not just a well. It's pretty inevitable that people will remember things and and uh, want to explain them or record them or you know um, analyze them or look back for other things. That there's certainly no inevitability to that. Um, and you're you're um, putting your finger on something important, which is the reason you and I when we're uh, having our fantastic private chats um, available only to our, um, uh, you know, highest level of uh, crowdfund subscribers in the, in the, in the various um, security councils. NSA. Um, We, exactly. Um, The, we're often, we're, the reason we talk about history and the historical perspective and the importance of it all the time is because, you know, you and I have a, have a sense that, um, it, that societies in general or people in general can be uh, on a on a real on a real spectrum in terms of how much they engage with a historical perspective or make use of it um or the ways that they do and um yeah uh and i guess we we generally run from an intuition that that engagement could be improved or things matters could be improved by a larger dissemination of it so i mean that's um that's that's we're pr- we're pretty implicated around this idea, but I think it's um I think it's a fun thing to talk about and a worthwhile thing to talk about as to why. I mean, before we do that, I mean, Chris, you're just someone who um spends a lot of time uh, engaging with the historical record, you know, written history, um, and uh, yeah, this you know, think of you, you know, if uh we were to throw around the term history buff. I don't think it would be um, out of line. Um, what do you? Th- what are the f- first things off the top of your head that you feel you get out of that or that drives you to have an obsession with it? Yeah, I, I wonder, because I, I kind of feel like my engagement with history is a little bit uh, different to the people that you would cons- like that come to mind when you think of a history buff, but I am definitely constantly reading histories and seeking them. Um, and this, for me, is, is so valuable because I just threw, you know, uh, circumstance and time and culture and whatever, um, you know, don't feel um, like I, I feel uh, personally motivated to do this because I feel uh, uncomfortable with a lot of the narratives that uh, the ones that sort of define our own cultural space or, um, you know, the sort of force motivators that people describe for their for, for their lives or for the things that are, you know, inherently seen as good or bad uh, in, to have in a society or as natural or unnatural or a whole bunch of, uh, if we look at a whole bunch of the ideas that are at the bottom of our list, um, fair or unfair, et cetera, et cetera. And I find great solace in seeing what the, you know, okay, in taking the data points of, well, what's the, what's the variability in how things, you know, might 
otherwise be in in even just the lived experience of people who are alive now, let alone um, you know what we, when we can find uh, examples of re- of what's happened in uh, the recorded human world. Um, and there are of course problems with that, which we we, we will interrogate, no doubt. But um, for me, it's kind of, the value of it is kind of akin to you know if if you're a toddler and um, you. Uh, you have ice cream every day and one day there's no ice cream. You, you, you suddenly think this is the worst day of my life. This is as bad as things are going to get. And of course, if you're an adult watching that, that's a comic hook because you're like, <laughs> no, it's not. And um, you know, that's not important in the same, in the same way, um, having the, the broaden um, uh, information points of um, you know, what, how bad things can get, how good things can get, how out, different outlier uh, states can be experienced, what can be endured, what can be, um, what what the risks the unforeseen risks of things are you know what the lines of consequence are what the um the different ways that uh, life uh, can manifest uh it's, there's there's a great solace in that for me because it it, it gives a, la- a larger perspective that I, I would say enriches um the capacity for anyone to make decisions around anything um and it you know that could be a um that can be its own weight because because it's it's a value that uh, you know ha- has diminishing returns. You don't want to be spending all day reading history just to make a decision on whether or not you should um, you know go to the shops or something like that. But um, I, I think that uh, just speaking from the personal uh, emotional framework experience, it's been a, a, a great comfort and excitement to me both to 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 assuage concerns that that are presented as. Um, but by others as, as something that's that are really significant, um, and to also see um, the the opportunity and the possibility in things where perhaps others others may miss them. You've rounded up a lot um, of my similar feelings and thoughts there. Like basically, yeah, two ideas that we have yet to rank, but which I have an instinct <laughs> will be. Um, that I'll be I'll be coming in hot as a big defender of and booster of um, uh, perspective and accuracy, like are two things that um, have I I have a sense of as being valuable uh, phenomena, and I feel like history having a historical lens um, has given me a lot of uh, opportunity to engage better with both those two things, and um, often the communication around modern uh it's been a really useful thing for me in life i feel um i judge to be able to look at whatever the current item of discourse is is in the popular conversation about um whatever is whatever seems to be a completely modern phenomenon um you know some uh, so, uh social media um celebrity influencing, uh, what have you, um, even, you know, if, uh, even versions of, um, political unrest or strife or war, um, and, uh, have, have a really basic question of, okay, how new is this? Um, the answer always being some, some, somewhat new, but somewhat, uh, fairly, you know, things are always somewhat new in whatever specific way they are and always also an expression of fundamentally recurring and ancient uh, phenomena of, of the human condition. And um, for me, having a, being able to make judgments of that um, is as you, you, as you were saying before, it can be really calming and affirming. Um, It can be at the very least, it can just bring a sense of 
just a greater accurate sense of what's going on and also uh, a certain predictive ability about what will happen in a way that can be sometimes sobering, um, oftentimes uh, calming, you know, even if in a fatalistic way, like um, at the very least um, getting reminded that the thing that is defining the discourse and the idea space at whatever moment you find yourself in human history is not the thing that will define it is is will is is merely a moment that will change and then will and then the next moment will carry over a lot of those things and then have its differences and yeah like um this maybe this this is getting a little um fuzzier but for me uh having a thing that's that's been a lot of use to me in life is is the ability to decouple my sense of my immediate existence uh decouple myself from that like uh i'm not sure if i can articulate that super clearly but an idea of you know uh the this the whole of the whole of history um as a narrative that I can engage with as an idea, as a phenomenon, as a, as an actual thing that I can engage with that is separate to my current present moment. Like for all the talk, um, for all the talk of presentness as a valuable, lovely thing, which it is sometimes a tool that allows you to not have to be overly, to not just have to be present where you are, uh, can be extremely good for experience of the world and mental health, uh, in my experience. I don't know if that makes, um, coherent sense as a thing to say, Chris. I think it absolutely does. Um, because there's the, um, you know, it's easy to imagine if you, if you imagine yourself being, um, in a much smaller world than the one that you're in and one that's, um, that's bounded and and defined by, you know, people around you engaging with things that don't make sense to you or you can't enjoy and not having the lifeline to understand that, you know, elements of that are not universal or, um, or everything that you're being presented, presented with as a universal truth, um, is at least, you know, test worth, worth testing. And you can see examples, counter examples. That's, that's, um, that's a, that's a really, a really liberating thing. And I, I think that, um, I think, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I guess I don't want to get too bogged into specific details of our own time, but, um, uh, as you said, you know, being able to, to make a measure of, you know, what's new about this, what's, what, what's not new, um, uh, in any number of things, particularly at a time where we're sort of like on, on a, a you know, at, on the, the steeper end of a, a few exponential curves of, um, how society has been historically compared to how it is now, uh, I find it really uh, liberating and peaceful to see what to, to be able to separate those those elements out because they, they give you the information points to make your own to 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 form and and uh, be able to deploy your own values a- against them to um to 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 live life in a way that's that's going to be uh m- maybe less reactive and more um or I would say in, in my own experience more rewarding and and I I wish that um you know so often when I look at uh, uh where there are concentrations of of power in terms to enact uh, certain ideas across society. I, I, I see so many sites of those that I wish were more exposed to certain um, uh, things that we know from history about, about how, um, you know, things can be on a, any number of, of fronts um, because uh, what's that pithy and great quote. That's like the lesson from history is that, you know, is not to be sad to, that to, to know that people don't learn the lessons of history or something, something like that. 
because, you know, like it's a, often a lamentable thing. It's like, oh, we could see these problems coming because they keep repeating. Yeah. You, you, the problem is with you if you think that's not going to be the case because that, that that's that's a universal truth um, or a consistent truth at least. Um and and, yeah. and 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 the you know the and it, the it, the force and energy behind that truth is that it is lamentable um, that uh, that many of the mistakes that that are made um, at uh, the individual and macro level uh, are ones that that um, could could be predicted and avoided with engagement with um, certain historical things that we know and um, and but of course that's not the only way to live um, and. And at an individual level, I think it's it's nice to take on to to have the opportunity to um, ameliorate some of those mistakes that you might find in your own life, um, or at least um, you know find solace for those in, in the sort of large sweep of context of information that you that you can get. Um, and 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 the, uh, I ca- I can't imagine society being anywhere near as good without having access to that or having a limited access to that. And, and sorry, I should also say the access that we do have to that is incredibly limited. And that, that, that is something we should talk, talk about as well, because that's one of the clear problems of, yeah. of, um, of where it is, but I don't think it's a, ultimately a problem with the, the idea itself. No, it's, it, I do want to talk about that in a sec, but yeah, just first, just to affirm your points. Yeah. Um, the, um, that idea of, uh, history which uh history is a story of the same uh the same mistakes or um stressors um occurring uh uh, cyclically endlessly yeah there's a version of that which has caused me sorrow and sorrow and frustration as a thing to look at and then there is another there's a whole other side of it um which i think is potentially valuable when you look back because i feel like in the a lack of historical analysis or um, looking at the historical record often leads to people, um, what seems to be a really prevalent um, dominant narrative of like, oh, the problem, you know, there is there is the discourse that we have now, which is the sophisticated elevated discourse. And we are, and the reason why we have trouble is because we are dealing with the baggage of this, of the previous generations who weren't thinking about that, weren't talking about that um, and lacked the, uh, you know, intelligence, sophistication, moral fortitude, whatever. And um, so, you know, we are, you know, this, the sins of the fathers kind of narrative, which is very strong uh, in a lot of areas of the modern discourse uh, in terms of various micro-generational and macro-generational disputes. Whereas the fact is, if you look at the historical record, you learn the truth, which is that all of the things um, that were being discussed, that are being discussed now, whether, you know, at least maybe in different ratios, but like the sorts of concerns and worries were being raised by people, um, at least minorities of people in the past. Um, these questions were being puzzled over. Maybe people had less specific reference that was then that, you know, advancements in analysis of the, of reality around us allowed us to have more, but really <laughs> there's there was no, you you don't um you it certainly disabuses you of the notion that there was a previous humanity certainly in the recent past that there was some recent version of humanity that um was dumber and less good and that was that was what uh that 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 was the problem it also disabuses you of the other notions uh, of the other fantastical notion of oh there was some ancient there's of ancient wisdom the idea oh there was yeah, there was a, there was an ancient, more elevated humankind that we strayed from. Like both of those are garbage. What we, what you learn, and to me is often is ultimately at least as comforting as it is distressing, is <laughs> you learn that human humankind has 
has been engaged in certain struggles and efforts that are very hard, like and that like analysis, calibration, uh, accurate judgment of what to do and how to do it and how to organize that at scale as a group organism is really hard. Um, and, uh, there's a, there is a lens in a construction that as an organism, we're doing about the best you could reasonably expect us to be doing, uh, without considering our equipment versus the challenge. Um, and that's, uh, that's again, like, I don't need, I don't think you need to go all the way over into that as your totalizing view of reality and human history for it to be a useful end of the lens. Yeah. Even, even having it as an idea that that's sitting in the corner, that, that, that is potentially the case that, that, that's, that's still of ut- of a, would be of a measurable utility to most of us. I think I, I also think that, uh, you know, like what, like, as I alluded to one of the, the, um, Downs the the major downsides of history is to as as a discipline is to engage with it as though it's an exhaustive truth, um, as though everything's knowable or known. But I think um, any actual engagement with history it, it involves that uh, a critical uh, discourse and dialogue that that uh, has as at its at its basis that uh, things are have a, an unknowability from with distance. Um, and uh, and uh, what was I reading about the other day? Um, because his, history is, history is defined through record is, is passed down through record and record is, is by nature is compromised All record is, is flawed. False. Exactly. And, um, yeah, so it was talking about, um, uh, I was reading a piece that was talking about, uh, you know, uh, taking JFK as an example and how, you know, to, to many people is this, to, to many people is that, uh, people consider this or that. Um, and this is someone who we have like, who's was on film and we, we have, you know, hours of, and hours, and hours of film and, and firsthand accounts, uh, uh from and, and, uh, you know, primary, so- endless primary sources about, and we still, you know, don't have a collective uh, narrative or understanding of, um, you know, what, what, what was at the center of this person and their function. Um, and, uh, you know, then how can you then expect to have that for something 3000 years ago? But, um, that, that kind of really isn't, isn't the point because I think that, um, uh, say for example, last week we, uh, just off, off mic, but beforehand or, or after, uh, we were talking about, uh, the book that I read by the, the, the historian Procopius or the, the bureaucrat who wrote a history mm. in which he described the people he worked for as, as but he could, he could see them as, as devils. And, um, you know, reading that didn't make us think like, wow, it's so interesting that there were devils back then. Or like, um, you know, you don't take these things, no. you know, they're just, they're just information points. Um, and you know, through all the, the various mechanisms that we have to navigate that, not least criticism, the subject of our last episode, um, uh, you know, there's, there's ways to meter out and, Im- and improve the quality of how you engage with that. And of course, adaptability and things like that um, uh, to, to not take uh, a historical word as, um, as uh, you know, uh, it's as its own in, inherent, inherent truth. Um, but, uh, but there's, yeah. a, uh, it's, it's, it's a type of information that if you don't prioritize its collection, interrogation um, that, that, that doesn't otherwise exist and, and you're left at, you're left, um, having to look for, for other things, for clues at how, um, you know, people maybe lived and, you know, in, for, for the, for the, the, the enumerate generations before, um, 
say, for example, written, being able to produce written histories, um, you know, we, we, we have to do a lot of guessing on how those societies looked and lived. And, um, and if we could know certain things about those societies, they would have huge um, benefit for um, our understanding of, um, of uh, how we live, have lived, can live, um, what, we, what we seem to value over time. Uh, sort of immutably or at least, um, you know, consistently versus things that we maybe um, have to reconstruct. Um, and it would be of a, a great benefit. And that's just something that's, that, that's just one tiny element of all the things that you can know about um, human society. And, and I, I think that, uh, I think that there's a, a huge, huge, uh, like I, I don't, I don't even think I can, uh, I don't have the adjectives to state how important um, uh the, uh, being able to have a resource like um, the collection and and uh, interrogation of of history is that the 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 worst risks I can think of it are if as a cultural form it becomes um, so venerated that it uh, stops people from either engaging contemporarily in their own lives or from having the capacity to interrogate um, the past usefully. But I don't think that that's that's a real risk given, you know, the, the wealth of historical information is out there at the moment. And you can see empirically how interested most people are in that stuff. Um, I think, uh, I mean, which is not to say that people aren't very interested in it. People absolutely are. Um, and, and I would say most people will have some form of history that they'll be, be interested in learning about. Um, but I, I don't think that it is inherently so sexy a drug that, um, that we're at risk of handing our whole societies over to it in, in, in that way. I think it's other cocktails that would, um, that would uh, lead to that, such as things like traditionalism and, and, th- and things we've discussed in other episodes that are pretty down the lists. This one does feel um, specific, like particularly um, a particularly strong case of um, the, the more of the garbage ideas that might feed into it into a negative expression being downvoted on this list the more you can protect having this at, um, in its optimal possible high spot um again yeah, for i think those the ideas that it will come below as well will absolutely um solidify it because i'm not sure if you know this nick about us in this podcast but we're going to rank it in the perfect spot that's comforting it's comforting to know that we'll uh, put it in the ideal place um against another bunch of ideas that we've, yeah, that we flawlessly ranked in their ideal place. Thank you. Thank you again. Thanks for that. Um, thanks for that little uh, crash course in the history of the podcast to date that has helped me form a positive predictive model for future action. Um, on that idea, uh, yeah, I, I, this is a really useful one to do bec- today because I feel like I'll, I'll, over the, the last 10 or so episodes, we've had a few ideas come up that I've, where the use part of the usefulness of them is felt that they have the potential to resist um, uh, this our human as our our basic human functionality as a predictive as predictive creatures like we're we're creatures that feel like we do things reactively but really we are mostly creating a predictive model for behavior and then playing out those scripts based and, on um, ultimately flawed perceptions have- or, or non universal ones yes yeah. It's good to have ideas um, that help us resist the most default version of that and um, break up those predictive patterns a little. That said, the idea of history allows us to contend with the idea that we are still hardwired to be predictive and it allows us to contend with that in a way that suggests that we can do the, that, that we can 
do the do a more correctly framed, accurately framed, perspective framed version of that. Like that we can have them if we're going to be predicting things, let's have the maximum amount of useful inputs into that prediction. And um, your use of the word clues before to me is really useful because I think the thing that we talk about, thing that we're talking about about the limitations of the historical record is really important because there's there are power implications in that um, that are that it's good to good to know like as in the you know there there are people there are people amongst people amongst all the people of the world in history who have held more sway and influence over the historical record than others and made efforts either conscious or subconscious to restrict and control the historical record in ways that at least in terms of which parts of it reach the popular discourse and we are living in a world that is evidence of that like there are people there, there are there are prevailing narratives of history that are less accurate and less full of perspective that vast amounts of people buy into, which create their intuitions of the world, and they are inaccurate um, intuitions. And I think I'd say that contested historical points and narratives are the site of of far more um, contemporary conflicts than you would instinctively assume. Yes, exactly, and um, a lot of it is because yeah, these historical record the the uh, this, the has, the parts of human history that have become dominant as the most quote unquote known parts or shared parts um, have you know they shape people's conception about how the world exists and how it has to exist and if those are inaccurate um, even even in subtle insidious ways then those have, then the then they're going to have long reaching effects in that way. And, um, and, but I feel like any engagement with history itself yeah is involves knowing that more than you might otherwise. Yes, and I and I think you know to be a to be a full blown historian. I'm sure as someone who is not one, my assumption is that people who are really doing that, um, you know, scientifically formulated uh, historian work, like a historical work, at those who are doing it at their best, are uh, you know that's that's a completely internalized truth for them. Um, I do think there there is a path. Um, even with the inevitability of the record being controlled and restricted, there is still a path towards uh, more accurate perspectives and historical perspectives. And for me, it's that, again, it's that idea of clues. It's that idea of like basic, basic inductive reasoning, um, looking at historical narratives and then putting that in balance with your long form observations about the truths of human behavior um, that you can observe, like just, just recurring patterns. I mean, there's a simple version. There are useful versions of history that can play out just across a few years. If you are alert and, um, risk and, uh, if you are bringing as many, many tools of act of worth of useful analysis to your, to your observation of the world around you, and then squaring that against narratives and the historical narratives, you can quickly get to a point where you can have a useful skepticism about things that you're being told and a useful intuition based an informed intuition about what probably is the actual useful truths about the human, about the human story. And I think, um, yeah. Or at least the capacity to offset the worst, like the capacity to be like, well, uh, I won't, I won't automatically assume this is true because I can see even across the course of my own experience, like that the narratives that are the prevalent ones are not, um, uh, don't entirely they they don't entirely accord with my experience of them, and that is for this reason, etc. Yeah, I think that. So I, I think we're ready to put it on the list. Do, do you? I do actually. Yeah, I feel like um the uh, things that are going to tease out. Yeah, I feel like you know it's a fun topic to talk about. We could talk about it forever, but I think um we've we've circ- we've 
said in multiple ways at this point that it's going to be uh, about where you, that as long as you rank it above the things that are going to um, have insidious costs built into it, it is there is I, I know there's a version of it that is as close to cost free as any idea on this list can be for me. Um, which suggests that it's a high ranker, which is you know that it, there is there none no idea is perfectly cost free, but uh, the 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 top ideas we have like sharing and friendship and generosity feel it feels in that zone for me. Yeah, I, I think I probably want to have it below criticism as a starting point. Yep, that's that's uh, that makes de- this is this is what I was going to say. It's about all right. How do you? What are the ideas that have to be above it to prote- not just below it, but have to be above it to protect the best version of it? Um, so criticism is our current tenth idea um, under adaptability and cooperation. Um, but yeah, I I agree. Like it's it feels um, a critical lens that you can lay over the top of it to protect the best version of itself. I think well, also below adaptability there. and cooperation, below those as well. Well, those are above, those are above criticism. Also, oh, oh, great. So, yeah, oh, great. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's covered. Yeah. See, remain, like it's yet more proof of our perfect ranking of the list. So the few, so the few ideas, so that criticism is number 10. So ideas 11 to 20 at the moment are rules, art, consistency, competition, scientific method, true or false, authority, law, immortality, and moving. And then we've got safety at 21, gene editing at 22. Gene editing feels like a hard floor, like it's definitely, I would put it above that for sure. For for me, instinctively, I was straight away drawn to the, what was the, the the was it scientific method and then true or false? Yeah. As... As uh, yeah, they, those seem extremely relevant to the concept of it. Are you thinking of them as? Uh, are you thinking of history as a thing that value adds them, uh, or they as a thing that value adds history? Uh, neither. I was just thinking of um, think like in terms of uh, you know they're good points for like well if you had to have society with one or the other you know where would you draw the line? And I think um, well that is that is actually genuinely difficult because um, it's hard to keep values out of. Uh, scientific method as an either or for history because because they flow into each other pretty significantly um obviously history is significantly improved with a quality of scientific method but um without um with an 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 ahistorical uh, engagement with the world scientific method um you know there's a reason it's not number 1 yes um, obviously, the scientific method is uh, is a relatively bounded process, despite us being. I mean, we've got it in the top twenty, so we're, we've got it in the top fifteen, so we're very high on it. But um, it is there's the sense of it as being the specificity of it, the idea that it's a specific bounded process, at least allows for the imagination space that there are other ways to achieve. There are potential other ways to achieve what it could, uh, what it's trying to achieve, even if it's if it's a very very good version of that. Um, so there's the argument, there's one argument that history in a historical perspective, um, is a more sweeping, like totalizing idea that can inform every part of your, uh, part part of existence and your cognition, including scientific. I think I'm leaning towards that, um, because uh, I think it's going to give you a lot of the wise and directional things for, um, for, you know, the limited resourcing that you do have to conduct scientific experiments, even if it is, you know vast it's still limited um as and then utility for what you do with the information you get yeah that's it and also as you're trying to create processes 
a sense of what has previously occurred in the history of creating and developing processes. Um, that maybe that's a very dumbed down, simple, like maybe that's a, maybe that's a overly literalized point, but I don't think so. It's also, uh, it's also more data points. Um, you know, imagine if we had the exhaustive history that we will have of the, the next 10 years for the past, you know, 4,000 years, how a much more effective your, um, capacity to conduct scientific, uh, uh, tests would be be astonishing record is exactly any record is corrupted data but it's still i would i would stick up for the idea of corrupted data as better than no data and um as long as you've got the capacity to to understand and and interrogate uh that 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 is is something that may exist um and that's why i think uh, yeah having it underneath criticism again is uh, is completely important yep um well then what's what's above scientific method currently so, in between criticism and scientific method, we have competition, and then going up, consistency, art, rules. Mm. What do you think? I would put it above competition, set pretty soundly, I think. Um, yeah. It's hard to- It, as it in, significantly improves the competitive iterations you're able to have. Exactly. Rules, art, and consistency- Sort of, yeah, they map. This is interest. These are interesting comparisons in terms of how they. It's a real values test. This this one I'm, I'm finding because um, uh, because obviously you're, you're able to significantly um, better understand, disseminate, share um, the 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 values uh, of any direction of um, histories with with art art. But then, is there something intrinsic so intrinsically valuable about that that you would sacrifice art to have it? I think... I think not. I think for me... uh, Yeah, it's obviously, speaking as someone who is obsessed with arts and arts practice in my life, um, as the thing that I uh, care about almost the most, I think, yes, I think I would would sacrifice art to have, to maintain a historical perspective. If I was thinking about, well, more importantly, I think I would sacrifice for the group organism. I think I would sacrifice art for the group organism to have a historical perspective. Okay. I'm just going to have to reinterrogate what my thinking was. So I thought, um, well, if I think of societies that have uh, low um, value for history, they're actually not, they don't actually have low value for history. They have, they have high value for history. They just have low, um, it's, it's had a different place because of the capacity to collect and um, and uh, and interrogate the specifics of his- of certain histories. So that the, the they 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 ironically tend to be extremely high on the importance of. Um, I'm just trying to think of the reasons for that. Oh, sorry, I, mm-hmm. ju- I was just thinking about societies that haven't had, say, say uh, written traditions, and uh, yep. and and therefore have a significantly reduced capacity to to have certain recorded histories and to 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 carry a volume of information. Um, but that, that doesn't mean that people don't value those things highly or that those societies don't benefit hugely from the histories that they do keep. Um, and I think I, uh, that, that reflection has made me reconsider my positioning of, of art, of art above it as, as the importance of collecting. I, I feel like any, any way in which you can have more information, um, is going to enable better, better navigation of life. Because particularly when art, which we love and have in the top 15, um, is not the only site that allows for 
the sort of creativity and transcendental. Again, it's similar to scientific method where it is just a proven elitely good version way to achieve something, but not the only way, not the only imaginable way to achieve something. Whereas history is much more, uh, yeah, is much more totalizing. This is, this is, this is how, this is the conception of a whole aspect of existence. Yeah. And for that. Then what is it, what is it below currently? Uh, above or below rules is the question now. Obviously rules, I, um, like rules is such an important idea to me. Like I was very, I, it was a, f- uh, a fun episode to go back to listen to. I think, um, uh, such a huge, hugely useful, mammothly useful human idea in terms of um, uh, being able to uh, celebrate um, and center the constructive act of human thought and behavior. And um, we, uh, and you know, we stuck up for the idea of the best version of it being one that was extremely self-aware and owning the construction, the constructed nature of itself rather than the rather like we you know with the the version of rules that is that high is uh is a version of rules which is about making which is where you celebrate and defend that rules are a made up thing not a not a handed down or intrinsic thing and i i have to i think i have to feel that history as an idea elevates that if you put it above it like gives you more yeah the capacity more, to uh, have that awareness yeah even though history gets misused in a way that makes you that does that often does the opposite but i think if we downvote enough of the right idea if we downvote all the right ideas and upvote the other other ideas that have to be ahead of it i think then you can reasonably posit a version of history that makes rules better yeah i agree and then wait, what, that, what does that sit directly below that, that puts it below criticism, criticism. so we're, we're, yeah well, so i think that's the perfect spot. Home f- yeah great that's great well that was your original that's it's great again your that was your instant your instant intuition was right it was right under criticism and that's where it's landed but again this is uh this this proof of our rigorous uh method methodotio um is uh part of i'm sure you know everyone's favorite part of the um podcast when we do the last little bit of finicking on the list yeah when the idea when when the place is already screamingly clear to the listener who is screaming at us as i they can listen. only imagine what it's like as an experienced listening because you're like yeah i get it it's going to be there or there but for me that's the time where the adrenaline floods the body and like the palms are sweaty this is the most important bit all the all thinking capacity must go to this make sure it's, ex- <laughs> it's it is yeah but yeah i absolutely it's, think that it's the most important bit yeah it's great it's not, cool. it's not, um, uh, so know, about- approximately throw around ideas. That's right. That's yeah. Um, Keith, uh, lemon has that, uh, podcast wrapped down and yeah, sure. Has 10 times the listeners that we do, uh, for his podcast that has that name that you just said, but, um, it's, it's really, in fairness, it's an excellent podcast and Keith, yeah, just gets slicker and slicker, um, with every time and, you know, does it all on his own. Um, doesn't need co-hosts. Great. So, that not one of our longest episodes, but one of our longer ones, as befits, I think, um, both the idea, but again, I think just how uh, how enthusiastic how enthusiastic our engagement with it as a vibe is. Um, if uh, you have someone with spicy opinions or engagement with history in your life, and they have never listened to the podcast, um, send them please send them this episode and uh, ask them what they think, and then you tell us. That's yeah, that's the most efficient way for that to go down. 
Um, as always, Chris, it's such a delight to uh, get to do this with you. Um, did you have any other messages for our listeners or for, um, yeah, again, the NSA before we wrap up? No, only a thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Perfectly said, as always. Bye. Bye. Bye.